Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here, to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the show. A little bit different today, I'm going to be doing a flashback to a recording that I did at the end of 2017, uh, towards the end of my competition prep, so just before my last show of the year, my physique show, I recorded this episode. It's about small wins and celebrating and, and recognizing when you do have small wins. Uh, and I'll go into a lot more detail about what they actually are in the episode. Uh, but for whatever reason, I didn't post it. I didn't publish this episode. I'm not too sure why. Uh, I think at the time, I wasn't very happy with how it came out. Um, but at the moment, I do have a bit of a cold and I don't want to put you guys through that for the next kind of 15 to 20 minutes. So instead, I'm going to use this flashback. I think it's very relevant to today. And I was just talking to someone before actually about how at the moment, uh, without having that kind of set date that I'm working towards with the competition, I feel like I've dropped off a little bit with recognizing my small wins and recognizing when I do achieve these small goals that I'm setting for myself. And that is, it is really important. Um, one, for just our happiness and an overall feeling of accomplish, accomplishment, I guess, uh, but also for setting bigger and better goals and continually moving forward, which is what I'm all about on this podcast and hopefully you are as well. So sit back, relax, uh, enjoy this episode. As I said, it was recorded at the end of 2017. And also don't forget to hang around for this week's social media question of the week. I've got a really interesting topic today. It's something that I sent out to my email list earlier this week and I got a great response from it. If you'd like to join up to my free email list, just go to my website, dannykennedyfitness.com and you can pick up your free core training ebook today or your 10 free fat blasting hit workouts and join that email newsletter i'm currently emailing every single day some of my best knowledge and content to really help you guys out in terms of nutrition training recovery motivation and just di- different tips and tricks and um and yesterday's email was a real winner and the topic of the email was celebrating your wins but then moving on to bigger and better things or also, I guess another way to word it is why you should be celebrating your wins. So the whole thing that brought it about is in the last week or two, I'm currently a few days out from my next physique show, and I really, really come to the conclusion in this last week that I've currently achieved my best physique ever. And it was something that you know I was extremely proud of because it's taken a lot of hard work, um, you know, countless hours in the gym and and staying extremely disciplined with my nutrition and all that type of stuff and you know I was really happy about it and I put up a post on my Instagram about you know the changes that I've made since the last time I stepped on stage and how I actually did feel really proud about the fact that I'd made those improvements and it made me think about how we just do not celebrate our achievements or our success enough and when I say that, I don't mean you should go out and throw a big party, you know, and that could be the way you celebrate. And I don't, but I don't mean that, you know, that you you become complacent or you settle because you you should never be complacent. You should never settle, but you should celebrate wins, okay? Big wins, small wins, because I think ultimately that leads to bigger and better things, and it always raises the bar. So the importance of celebrating a win may be something along the lines of. 
you know, you've been working on something for a long time and you finally achieve it, you actually take the time to acknowledge that you've achieved it, okay? You you acknowledge that what you've done is good and sometimes you might think to yourself that it could be seen as cocky, you know, up yourself or arrogant or something like that, but it's not. It's normal. We should be celebrating our wins um, because you've worked hard for that. And what it also does is, especially in my opinion, is it then gives me motivation. It gives me drive to keep going even further. Okay, so, you know, I've just, I feel like I've achieved my best physique. I don't just go, all right, cool, I'm just going to cruise through now to the show and, and through to the next show and just let things come and, and not really work hard. What it's done is, you know, one, I've had that kind of moment where I've stepped back and, and thought, you know, all this hard work that I've put in in the off-season and the discipline with my training and my diet and all that type of stuff has paid off and that's awesome. But then that makes me go, well, if this is what I've achieved in the last two years, what can I achieve from now? And that sets the bar even higher. So that really drives me now to keep pushing and pushing and go even further. Okay, and it, it drives me to become better. And now I've set bigger and better goals. And that's what you should do as well. You celebrate your wins. You use it as motivation and fuel to the fire. And you keep going. You keep raising the bar higher and higher and higher. You don't become complacent. You don't go, you know, I've, you don't continue to celebrate. You know, you take that time, whether it's a small celebration, you know, and I'm talking, you know, when I say wins, I don't just mean it doesn't have to be just your physique. It doesn't have to be a weight loss goal. It could be a financial goal. You've been saving up a certain amount of money to go on that holiday you've always wanted to go on. It could be a weight loss goal. It could be a muscle gain goal. It could be a new PB in the gym. It could be getting home every single night this week to be able to spend time with your family or your loved ones before going to bed. Okay, that's maybe something you don't usually do because you've got a busy lifestyle. It could be, um, you know, making sure that you get to the gym this week at least four times instead of the usual one or two. It could be, um, what's another good example? Um, it could be hitting your macros every single day. It's that simple. It doesn't have to be a huge thing. It could be something that simple, but by celebrating it and acknowledging it, you acknowledge that you're doing good work, you feel good about yourself, and that motivates you to keep going, okay? Because I think far too many of us just think that, you know, it, it is arrogant or it is cocky if we celebrate or it's not a big deal that you achieve something. But if you set a goal and you go out there and get it done, then that's that's good That's and you should use that as as motivation and as a stepping block to move forward. But I think the importance of celebrating wins or acknowledging your achievements is huge. So I want to challenge you guys today that from now on, if you have goals that you've been setting and that you've been working towards and you achieve those, whether that's for a split second or whether that's for a day or a night or an hour, whatever it is, just take the time to acknowledge and celebrate that win before moving on to something bigger and better and see how that affects your performance or affects your goal setting and getting stuff done and your you know your productivity um, i'd love to hear if it really helps you as much as it's helped me so all right legends i hope you enjoyed that short podcast there as i said back from 2017 just before i got on stage and hopefully that resonates with some of you that are listening today 
and that you do get a bit out of it. Uh, I will have another episode up in a couple of days, but for now, let's get into this week's social media question of the week before we wrap things up. So this week's question was surrounding cheat meals and whether or not you should be having a cheat meal uh, at the end of each week or at the end of each couple of weeks and, and whether or not cheat meals are actually beneficial. Now, this is something I absolutely love talking about because so many people do it and so many people are wasting their time. Cheat meals are not beneficial. And I'm gonna give you a very quick rundown as to why they're not beneficial. So if you're having a cheat meal, obviously your current goal is to lose fat. You've been dieting, you've been trying to lose fat or trying to lose weight. And what happens when we try and lose weight is we eat in a calorie deficit. So we are below our maintenance calorie intake. So let's say over the span of six days, we're below our maintenance, we're dieting, uh, we're eating in a calorie deficit. Now, by the end of the week, um, you know, let's use the example of 200 calories below our maintenance. So if every day our calorie intake is 200 below maintenance, over the span of six days, that's 1,200 calories in a deficit for that week. Remember, our bodies don't just work off a day-to-day basis, more so works off a longer period of time, and that's why I always harp about consistency. But if for that week we're in a 1,200 calorie deficit, but then on the seventh day, we go absolutely ham, we have a cheat meal, maybe even have a cheat day and just completely blow out our calories to you know a couple of thousand, you know, two, three thousand calories above our maintenance, which is very which is very common. When someone has a cheat meal or a cheat day, you tend to underestimate how many calories are in the foods that you're actually eating. And and it does not only is it not beneficial, it does also cause uh, binge eating and that, that reoccurring cycle that we want to get rid of by using flexible dieting. But by blowing out your calories on that seventh day, all of a sudden that 1200 calorie deficit for the week is gone. So now we're not in a calorie deficit anymore. If anything, we're, we're actually in a surplus um, or at least at maintenance. So that progress that we've just made over six days is pretty much gone down the drain. Now, some people will argue that if they have a cheat meal, they'll keep it nice and restrictive or not restrictive, but um, they won't go overboard and they won't completely blow out their calories. But it's still not creating a good relationship with food. And what I would recommend to substitute it with is with flexible dieting and tracking your calories, tracking your macros and those foods that you tend to have when you do have a cheat meal, just fit those into your calorie intake on a daily basis or even a weekly basis, as long as it fits within your calories and you're gonna continue seeing progress without completely blowing out your calories and putting yourself into a surplus uh, or at least maintenance as well. So that's my opinion on cheat meals. A lot of people have different opinions, but that uh, that's what's always worked for me, is just incorporating these foods into my diet not creating a bad relationship with food, uh, but also seeing results faster and being able to predict results a lot more consistently by tracking my intake over the span of a week, two weeks, three weeks, uh, a month, couple of months. Uh, That way it's very easy to see what's working and what is not. So thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode, guys. I want you to do me one favor. If today's show has helped you in some way or another or you've got some benefit from it, Within the next half an hour, I'd love you to take a screenshot of this episode, put it on your social media, put it on Snapchat, Instagram story, uh, share the link to Facebook, do whatever, tell a friend, but get somebody else's ears on this podcast um, so they can get the benefit of it as well. I want to try and get my content out to as many people as I possibly can, really broaden that audience um, and create a little team, a little community around DK Fitness and the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast and the content that I have to share. So thank you for tuning in. Have a fantastic day and I look forward to chatting to you in the next episode.